and we're live. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the So Let's Life podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. So tonight's special guest, we have the housewife. <laughs> like the one and only. I'm so excited that they're here. So I'm going to give you guys some time to log on. Definitely share this video. Share with all your friends. Um, we're going to share it. So I'm going to give you guys time to do that. So stay tuned. Welcome to the So Lux Life Podcast, where our goal is to enhance the mental, physical, and spiritual luxuries in life. Make your life luxurious through knowledge, coaching, training, and technique. Visit us online at soulluxlife.com. Here's your host, Crispin J. Watson. being here i'm super excited um so kind of tell our audience a little bit about you guys and we'll get into what you do what house i see is but first i want to hear about you like who is gabrielle who is herbert just give us the whole rundown that's hbj the mogul that's his new name but anyway, uh, I'm so happy uh, to be here tonight uh, with you and your audience. Thank you for having us. I'm Gabrielle Henderson. I am a realtor in the Birmingham and Georgia markets. I've been licensed since, since 2008, probably one of the worst times you can even think about getting into real estate. I am got in real estate. And so here I am, a full-time realtor. Um, I work with Harvard and I'll let you tell tell them about yourself. Uh, and we together are partnered with House Heist. Herbert. <laughs> and they call me HBJ the Mobile. That's like I said, that's my new name from the 2020s <laughs> and beyond. Um, I was born here in Birmingham myself, and I grew up in every inner city neighborhood in Birmingham. And I always wanted to be wealthy. Uh, so in order for me to be wealthy, feedback. Sorry. In, sorry. in order for the, me to be wealthy, I had to find something to do other than being in the streets or because as a young kid growing up in the inner city, that's all you know what to do. Or be a doctor or a lawyer. And of course, I didn't take that route. I wanted to be a doctor. But I came home, uh, read a book at 21 years old, and I bought my first investment property. At 21, and I've been doing it since then. I've invested um, from apartments to development uh, from Birmingham to Nashville to Georgia. I've done my investment, and we'll continue to grow. And we look forward to it. So, it's a lot of feedback. Is that for us? Try turning the volume down. Turn the volume down on the computer. All right. Is that good? Can I hear myself again? Microphone. I think I said one, two, one, two. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. So like growing up, Gabrielle, did you have like any siblings? Were you the only child? So I'm the oldest sibling. I have a brother and a sister. I'm their second mom. My, I'm not, we're nine years, well, we're nine and 11 years apart. So I am like the mom. I was tougher on my brother and sister. And you can ask them to this day than my mom was because by the time they kind of came along, she was just like, okay, whatever y'all do what y'all want to do. She was like, okay, whatever. And so I was really a lot tougher on them, um, you know, than my mom was and just mm. kind of really helped raise them. Um, my brother lives in Dallas, Texas. He's a personal trainer. 
Uh, his record is still at Hoover High School uh, in track and field since 2000. So very proud of him. He ran track for LSU. Uh, very, uh, very uh, good uh, trainer in Dallas, if you're looking in the Dallas area. My sister is here in Birmingham. Uh, she has my niece and my nephew, um, Mason and Natalie. And so just um, very proud of both of them. I almost said, well, how about you, Herbert? Oh, HBJ, I'm sorry. How about you? <laughs> Get it right. You sound like an old little glass. So how about you, Herbert? <laughs> HBJ has like more swag to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm the oldest of two kids. Uh, I have a sister. Uh, she lives here in the house with us. Uh, she moved back home um, uh, probably about a year ago now. Uh, so, I'm very proud of my sister. She actually became an entrepreneur during the quarantine time. Mm -hmm. And she takes advice from us. And who else, who else better to learn from than two entrepreneurs? Mm -hmm. so, She's been getting her packages here, yeah. setting up her stuff, getting her areas so together. So, she yes. actually has an office inside the house. Uh, mm -hmm. And she has, a, she has an employee here. So it's pretty cool. I actually, I'm pretty proud of her. Uh, to be honest, I'm very proud of her. That is so cool. So yeah. together, you guys formed House High. Yeah. Yes. So the world has been wondering. You <laughs> <laughs> have been. You're correct. Tongue <laughs> twister. Right. So, what exactly is House Heist? How did you all come about? Like, what really sparked the idea? So, I'll let Herbert start the conversation because honestly, he was the founder of House Heist. It was his brainchild, if you will. And so I came along and partnered with them and it kind of just got legs of its own and took and evolved from there. And so I'll let him kind of lay the foundation of why it was started and really why it's necessary. Mm -hmm. um, before I do that, I want you to say House Heist three times in a row. House Heist, House Heist, House Heist. <laughs> <laughs> My mom was an English teacher, so. <laughs> And you have to slow down and pronounce your words yes. right. That's right. Good job. <laughs> All right. Uh, but for me, House I started as a project to 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 educate, empower um, everyone about, you know, real estate investing, mm -hmm. um, not only just real estate investing, homeowners mm -hmm. uh, dealing with contractors, what to look for, how to pay them, how to keep them from running off with your money, how to get quality work from you. Mm -hmm. And it pretty much is just like Gab said, just got laid from there. Yeah. Um, and so from there, I mean, just, you know, social media, mm -hmm. um, of course, that just kind of you make connections and you meet people. Mm -hmm. And so we just started just really going in the field, recording ourselves when things come up, you know, recording ourselves, doing certain things, giving tips and tricks and that kind of thing. And really just posting it on Instagram, you know, not thinking anything of it. Um, you know, we hashtags, you know, that's popular, just using the hashtag house heist and all of that kind of stuff. And then we started really getting serious about it when I was contacted by a good friend of mine who was part of the Birmingham Association of Realtors who said, hey, HGTV is looking for a group of minority uh, realtors and investors to be on this new spinoff show. And so we auditioned for the show. Film. I know you got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen to this. This is, this is very interesting. True story. So, yeah, this true is true story. story. Yeah. So actually, TV came to Birmingham, followed us for a week. I mean, we were in full production mode, and we really got narrowed down to the top three um, out of that whole nationwide search. Mm -hmm. And so the winners were Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade. But I mean, I love, you know, D Wade and of course Gabby Union, but I mean, I don't know if it ever even launched, but that's who they decided to um, go with during that time. But we being the entrepreneurial mindset people that we are, we were like, shoot, we can do this on our own. So we really um, invested in ourselves, mm -hmm. uh, paid for uh, the production. Still I mean, paying for real yeah. production. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's where sponsors come in uh, when you're starting off grassroots. Right. Okay? <laughs> uh, 
really just uh, started doing it ourselves and um, got picked up by ABC 3340, which is a local uh, station here. A very another connections. It's all about connections, right? Mm -hmm. Another right. Uh, friend of ours um, who had connections in the uh, media industry got us on that station. And um, here we are. We were about to start filming our third season, mm -hmm. but of course, our wonderful uh, <laughs> pandemic. I'm being funny here. Uh, happened and we couldn't film and so now we are uh, we've launched from that um house heist university and the real heist and so that kind of again it, it's just kind of taken off um our uh, podcast because we can't film will be um house heist uncut and so mm -hmm. we're learning a lot just being here with you with right you, now yeah, exactly. uh, so this is great and house heist uncut is going to be fun empowering and educating it's very fun I'm forward to tuning in. I know it's going to be awesome. Um, yeah. And here it is. Here's their website. If you all <laughs> do want to get involved, definitely visit househeist.com. Tell us about everything that they've done. Look at them. Oh, look at Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Looking we beautiful. We got a good team. They keep us looking good. Yeah, they make us look real good. <laughs> I that. So definitely, that inspires me for people that are kind of wondering because you know a lot of people like to go out there and do things on their own. They don't believe in like hiring a team, hiring the help that they need, or using a team to make their, um, I guess, platforms professional or help them grow whatever they're doing. So how right. important would you say using the team was with House Heights when building it, and even now with with your new um, ventures that you all are doing? First and foremost, you can't do anything by yourself. You right. can try. Um, you know, you, you can be the Michael Jordan of the team. Of course, you got to be the phenomenal, the superstar athlete. However, you need a good Pippen, you need a good Paxton, you need a good Rodman. Um, you, need a good, you need a great team player. And in order for you to see anything in life, you need a great team player. So mm -hmm. a team was is still important for us. We still put our team together um, because we're learning what pieces who, do, who does what well, who does not do what well. Um, what seats should they sit on, on the bus? What, what, we need to recruit them off the bus. Right. So we're still learning as we're growing. We're, you know, we're gaining more and more people to, to uh, get on the bus or take us on this journey to achieve our dream. So it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. I mean, so after all of these years, we literally just hired our first assistant. Yes. And so we are very, and, and believe it or not, it's crazy. We're very excited about that. We kind of started backwards uh, with our team. We started from the uh, marketing uh, realm and just really getting ourselves out there and hiring a marketing team to really help uh, promote, push us out, um, to get sponsorships, uh, partnerships, those kind of things. And, and let that, people know what we really do. Right, who we are, um, putting ourselves out there as the market experts. And so now, thank God, God is good. We have assistance, uh, so that's been great. So a team, to answer your question, is vitally important to your success. Yes, I was watching this YouTube video of this um, entrepreneur in the beauty industry, and she said the one thing that she didn't do that she wished she would have was mm -hmm. hire, hire help prior to when she did. Right, so, early on, that's like, right. They said, we can't, you can't build anything on your own. Um, yeah, that's and right. that's one of the things I've struggled with because like even in like college and things like that, I used to hate group works, like group projects. Like I'm not, like I was like, let me do it myself. I hate it myself. <laughs> I'm the same way, I'm the same way. And, and it, it's, it's taking me this long um, because my thing is, I want things done a certain way. Mm -hmm. And right. if they're not done that way, then I don't feel like it's done right. And you got to realize that no one's going to do anything like you do. But as long as you get the, the results that you're looking for and the quality that you're looking for, you should be fine. Right. Uh, I, she has to tell me all the time, you got to leverage yourself. Right. You have to leverage. Yeah. <laughs> and we're both, I mean, I think we're both very uh, D strong personalities. And so we are, I mean, I know I'm very controlling. Uh, he is as well. And we have to, Find that balance between the two of us. What's funny? Hold on, hold on, hold on. What, what, what's funny? Like, elaborate on controlling. <laughs> it's a strong word. <laughs> I am. But uh, so we have to find that balance. Of, and like we said, just really learn how to leverage. And so that's very important. So what are any obstacles that you all endured along the way of building your brand or any that I know like COVID hit. So COVID hit and that put a stop to like everything you was doing. So let's kind of speak on that part first. Like how did COVID impact um, <coughs> business and house heights and even you as a realtor? Um, 
in like during this whole pandemic? Yeah, well, I mean, we're big on mindset. Um, number one, um, that's really the forefront of any successful person is making sure uh, in the famous words of what's your favorite, what's your favorite quote? Jesus, <laughs> the poet Jesus. <laughs> he I says, you got to get your mind right. And so, um, you know, with COVID, I'm not going to lie. Like when it first hit, I was, I don't know, because I guess I <laughs> I went through, let me back up, you know, because most, a lot of people have trauma, past trauma in their lives. And some things may trigger that trauma or bring mm -hmm. that, anxiety, that anxiety and emotions back up. So like mm -hmm. I mentioned in 2008, 2009, I got my real estate license while well, I was laid off twice on unemployment, uh, living from unemployment check to unemployment check. Um, trying to build my real my myself and my brand and my business in real estate. I mean, you know, waiting on that first closing, like, oh Lord, please, you know. And so when <laughs> look, I'm oh, there, like, look, my God. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got speaking in tongues, then you right. <laughs> like preach, game. Yes, it's coming, it's coming though. It's coming, Christy. And so, I mean, and so when this hit, at first I was like, because honestly, in the climate that we live in, everything is an overreaction. You know, someone may say something the wrong way and, you know, here we go. It's all in the news. Right? I mean, everything is like an overreaction. So initially, I honestly thought that, you know, people were overreacting a little bit, you know, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you projected to us that way, so we just had to like, you know, it's not that serious, like you know. Exactly, exactly. And so the first week of the shutdown um, situation, uh, my daughter, a prom got can uh, prom got canceled. Um, you know, all of this stuff was starting to get canceled. We're like, hold on, wait a minute. And so we were literally in full fledged quarantine. And of course, being a realtor, you can't sell houses, being a, uh, an investor and a contractor, you can't go out to properties. Or I was essential. Sales. Yes, I could. I was essential. Well, we, didn't know <laughs> we didn't know that at first. They made the essential announcement like later. It was a few days where everybody was in limbo. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, that first initial reaction, but yeah, we were essential, thank God. And so business didn't stop. But but again, back to my point, I kind of went down a rabbit trail here. I lost my train of thought. But my uh, point was, it starts with mindset. Mm. And so I had to really focus on getting my mindset uh, together. And so quarantine was a, um, I won't necessarily say a, a blessing, but I guess you, if you're looking at the positive part, it was a blessing, number one, for our relationship uh, together, mm -hmm. you and I, uh, for our business uh, relationship. Um, a lot of ideas were birthed. Uh, we created from that the Millionaire Mindset Challenge, where we had how many individuals? I can't even remember. Yeah, um, a, a lot of a lot individuals. Of them, yeah. Um, where they still reach out to this day and we build connections and we help them change their mindset and working through that. Mm -hmm. So I know that was a long convoluted answer and I lost my train of thought, but mindset, it starts with mindset. And that's how the pandemic has um, ultimately affected me. It's getting me in the right mindset. I love that. So did it affect you as an investor? Did COVID affect you before? Well, he said he was essential always. So I think he was... <laughs> <laughs> no one left the house, okay? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I tell, like, like she said, it was a blessing, if you can call it that. You know, for some people it's not, but for us, it allowed us to think bigger and beyond. Mm. And so that is what we did. We got bigger, and she sat on my sofa, and I got a mind right. I, I was a therapist because... I'm real, real, real. He made me turn the television off. He yeah. wouldn't let me watch the news. Yeah, because the news I was make like watching CNN yeah. every day, all day. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I realized that even though what's going on in the world, if you got what's going on in your, your mind together, you can, you can uh, conquer anything. Mm -hmm. And that's what we did. Mm -hmm. So the, the biggest real estate is that that's between your ears. Oh, most definitely. And I, um, Read a quote like you learn to control your mindset, control your emotions, you'll control your life. That's right. You That's think right. they'll be talking noise when they say that, but it's really the truth. 
really is. I'm starting to realize that I'm really starting to, you know, plan more and like write things down and just like speak things into the atmosphere and just like mm-hmm. pray for the things I really want to be more specific with my prayers. Yeah, it's right. something that really told me like stop having such broad prayers and like yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Like if you go to the bedroom now, I mean, we literally have we white well, we can't get up and walk around, but we have like um we whiteboard everything out and everything is just kind of written out. We have mm-hmm. like just stickers just everywhere, um, with just words and our goals and things like that all over the place. It takes that, like you have to really motivate yourself. Um, mm-hmm. I love to get your mind right. And you all um kind of touched on your relationship. So I do want to ask, so did COVID affect your relationships? Because I've heard a lot of people say like COVID <laughs> relationships to the test. <laughs> Okay, and we'll put it to the test now. But I feel like, and you can chime in, that we became stronger um, because because we're around each other all the time. He is completely OCD. Uh, I'm not. I, you know, take off my jacket and I may leave it right there and forget and be like, oh, let me go pick this up. Christmas. I like the paramedics and police on her five times. Five times, Christmas. I'm like, this is not going to get right here. But I had to learn to control my emotions. <laughs> I'm not going to be in perfect order. I get it. However, however. <laughs> Christmas, when we get off, I'm going to take a picture of the pantry. Every pan has to be turned a certain way. Everything, when you put the bottled waters in the fridge, they have to be lined up. I mean, when I say OCD, I mean, like, I'm just not saying it for, like, he's really OCD. Order is good. <laughs> That's a good thing, though, because at least we know he's going to keep things organized. (laughs) I'm like makeup brushes everywhere. So, oh, yeah, I'm working on it. it. See, (laughs) (laughs) we friends, we friends. It's all good, definitely. Um, so just a few pieces outside of high school. So, tell us how you guys met. Hmm, You want to start? <laughs> well, he he didn't like to claim me at first, so you know that's a story for another day. But anyway, so um, of course, again, I am a realtor, and I was a budding realtor at the time. But I was always, I always had that. I'm gonna brag on myself for a minute. I always had that hustle in me where um, if there was something, I always made sure that I did it the right way. I couldn't stand when realtors had the signs in the yard and they fell over and they had dirty signs and they didn't replace the signs and they would put the raggedy signs in the yard or they would just take one picture with their cell phone and put it on the uh, internet and think it was supposed to fail. And so I always, although I didn't have very many listeners or very much business at the time, I always took pride in what I did. And so um, he had some properties that he needed to unload and he ended five up of them. five. Yes. Five yes. That he needed to unload. And so he called me because let me back up. They, um, they had been sitting on the market for a while and, you know, he needed to unload them. And so he called me. And so I was like, well, first of all, you need to change this, 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 this. And so we changed that. And literally all five of them, and he can tell you went under contract within a week week's time. And so from there, we just started just working together. Just, oh, I mean, he was like, this is definitely my lady. She like helping me make money. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. And she cute. <laughs> 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 got her over there blushing. I love it. <laughs> so that's how it started. I mean, it really started as just a true, you know, working relationship. And we just developed uh, that friendship and connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, does that kind of concern you guys business wise? Like, because you know, a lot of people say don't. Oh, it's, it's issues. Yeah, issues. Yeah, a lot about I mean, it. it's hard because uh, you can't separate them sometimes. Yeah, and I have to catch myself because I love working. Like, mm-hmm. I was, I was in this world to work. I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I'm not working hard. I'm not nailing you know stuff to the you know to the ground or or doing anything. I'm always working my mind, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to turn off work sometimes. Because I'm so driven by our goal, and it's hard for me to turn it off. And I'm just here to say that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. literally, like midnight, he's landing up. Uh, did you get that inspection? I'm looking like, uh, excuse me. Uh, like, make all- I do this. Oh, I need this, and yeah. I'm like, okay, hang on, we got to learn how to, you know. We supposed to be landing that cutter, and I'm looking at my work. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it's definitely one of those things you have to like set work hours within the relationship also. We've tried that. Yeah, we've tried. And it's honestly hard to do because we are in a building grind mode. You know, I'm not going to lie. I mean, we're building an empire together. So it's really hard to say, okay, at eight o'clock, we're not going to talk about this when we have so many things that are going on and we're kind of right there. Um, and we both are very driven individuals. So it's hard, but he does do a good job of when he's asking me, you know, maybe like at the dinner table, we don't talk about work. We'll talk about our day. You know, mm -hmm. when he's asking me during times that we've set those boundaries, uh, but it's hard to kind of set hours. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah. See, I'm going to all that down for when I get me a husband and a man yeah. and all that. Write it down. Make it plain. Right? Like learning to be like 6'3". <laughs> 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 specific with it. Yeah. Ain't wrong with yeah. That. It's nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah, and it's nothing wrong with having standards for yourself. So don't let it's called standards and values. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they, exactly. they might call you a gold digger, but we can call you that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call you, you got specific standards for yourself. That's right. And that's right. I got specific standards for myself. That's right. So it's the same thing. So and honestly, to be honest with you, when you talk about that, I know we're probably getting all the way I, off. I, I saw, yeah. But when you talk about, I mean, things like that, like you said, I want somebody six three. I want a certain level of earner. I mean, honestly, men that are doing something at a certain level in their life, they have those same standards as well. And mm -hmm. so match, you know. Exactly. And if yeah. somebody doesn't understand that, you see like they're not the person for you. Exactly. There you, there you, there you go. go. Yep. There yeah. you go. Teach oh, yeah. myself that. So you're good, honey. So back <laughs> to housewives. <laughs> 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 we'll have the counseling <laughs> session later. Be six one, Crispin. What happens? <laughs> <laughs> Like I just, I just say things, you know. <laughs> Don't take me too seriously. <laughs> you are hilarious. I love it. If I can get a ball player, I will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but for real, just somebody that's just like down to earth and can help me grow. And it looks like you guys help each other grow in different aspects, especially with y'all having kind of intertwining careers. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's not like telling who he might introduce you to or who you might meet that wants to learn from him. So like to somebody that's, that may be watching us thinking about like real estate and getting into it and even like investing and things like that. So what's some advice you would give somebody that's like totally oblivious to the process, how it gets started and things of that nature? I would say it's like, it's almost like what you just said. You got to be specific. Know what you want. Know what you're wanting to accomplish when you get into real estate. When I first got into real estate, I was 21. Like I said, I bought my first property. And I thought at that time that I wanted to own 500 rental properties. And I mean 500 rental homes, not apartment complexes. Rental homes. Well, I found out quickly that's not what I want. I wanted apartment complexes. I, like, I actually like flipping homes. I like developing. I like building. I like taking nothing and making it into something. Mm -hmm. So you need to know exactly what you're wanting to accomplish when you get into it. And that that's going to change as you get into the business. And that's going to make it all great. So that's fine. I love that. One thing I would say um, would be uh, that I got early on was a mentor um, mm -hmm. in the business. Uh, someone that was already to the level that I wanted or I saw myself at um, to just be able to just be authentic with me, um, to be able to share things, because a lot of times we as women in business, it's very difficult to build those adult relationships with each other, you know, because mm -hmm. it's always like, you know, that, yeah, that kind of thing. And so that's very difficult to navigate. And that's one of the reasons why um, Real Heist, uh, which is a division of House Heist University, was birthed um, as an opportunity to share simple things for an average realtor, like 
how do I conduct a successful buyer's consultation? Well, what is a buyer's consultation? Why is that important uh, to do that and to set that foundation with your clients? You know, my attire, how should I carry myself each day? You know, just those kind of things, you know, where you may not um, know or have someone to help walk through that. Um, because honestly, um, I did and I didn't. I made, I, I, I grabbed, I pulled on people's coattails and made them talk to me and be like, look, we the only in this office. You can tell me what, you know. And so I was kind of, you know, sought out um, people that I um, aspire to be like or who I uh, admire in a sense. Mm-hmm. I Because I, um, I was blessed to be able to take your buyer's consultation class. And I know you said at the end of our Zoom call, like, y'all are welcome to come in my office. And let me tell you, Rachel J, I came in, but she didn't really want me in there. She was like, oh, I didn't really think nobody was going to come in. <laughs> like, you know, like, I'm going to come in. I'm going to be there. <laughs> like the next day. Say that. Like, I can't say that. <laughs> You got an appointment, girl. <laughs> and I did not She was like, you know, not today because I'm kind of working from home, but tomorrow. <laughs> but I said, but I love you that. I love that. Appointment now. <laughs> That's so funny. I love it. But, but, love what, but guess what you did, though? You called, mm-hmm. and guess what else you did? You came your butt right in that office the next day when I said tomorrow, didn't you? Right. <laughs> Like I'll be there. Yes, you did. <laughs> it's so authentic, and I love the fact that you're willing to help other people because you know some people will look at, like you said, like it's like competition, or we're like in the same mm-hmm. field. I don't want to see this person grow, but right. people to realize like there's enough blessings out there for everybody. Like what's for you is for you. Thank you. That's one of the things we talked about last week on our podcast. Like what's for you is for you. Nobody's going to take what's for you. They can't take it because they don't have the passion that you have or they don't have the desire to execute whatever it is that you've been given. And that's not ordained for their life. Yeah. What's for you? That's right. It's enough out here for everyone. People don't realize that. When I first got into business, no one taught me anything. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I'm still learning. I have to pick up books to read to learn. Mm-hmm. Because it's one of those businesses that, you know, when you, you can become very successful, but it's like, it's kind of like one of those businesses that people kind of shut you out a little bit yeah. because you can't make so much money. Right. Uh, so you got to learn on your own. Yeah. And, but there's still so much out there uh, to be made. Yeah. I mean, me and another dear friend of mine, yeah, you know, and uh, Crispin, we were always like neck and neck. Like I was either one or two, he was two or three. I mean, we were always in the top three uh, as far as production uh, wise when it came to real estate. And honestly, we were he and I were joking about it not too long ago because we had a transaction this year together. And I can count. I mean, oh, I mean, maybe we've had ten transactions together in the past. Both of us have been in real estate for twelve years. So that goes to show you that there's when we're still both selling and still both doing well, but that goes to show you that there's so much out there. You know what I mean? You can cash your net a lot wider. And so you don't necessarily have to bump toes and um, or bump heads with um, anyone. You know, there's enough uh, a piece for the pie, what, enough of the pie for us all to get a piece. Yeah. <laughs> it can get intimidating, especially like you get on social media and you see people, you know, look like they're doing great because nobody's ever going to put yes. post some bad moments like, dang, I hadn't saw nothing in X amount of months. Like, you're not going to see that. Right. You're going to see like the song right. sometimes. <laughs> You know what? That's funny you say that, and um, you know that—that's why I do my marketing the way I do, um, because I don't want people counting my pockets or counting my closings, if you will. So I think I was gonna be the same way. I was like, I'm not gonna be the one. Like y'all might get like a group post at the end of the month. <laughs> because honestly, you know, if you're a realtor and you are out here selling at a high level. You should be closing properties, right? <laughs> so you should, your job, that's your check. You should be closing properties. So you don't have to post every single time you're at the closing table. And the reason why I stopped doing that and I just started making <laughs> I just started making it part of my a whole marketing plan is because mm-hmm. I don't want anybody out here like, oh dang, she is or she are counting my pockets. 
Or if it's been two weeks or three weeks before I had one, oh, she ain't posting no clothes about <laughs> she be slow. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just got tired of that. And my previous office became so like, it was so much competition and so competitive, which I welcome competition, don't get me wrong. But it just, like you said, social media can be very intimidating, mm-hmm. especially for a new uh, budding agent. Oh, most definitely. So I try not to. I look. I can't even look at Steven's stuff because he has. Uh, <laughs> but he's the motivation. Though. Like I'm glad I was able to join. Him. <laughs> but yeah, we don't post every closing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, same thing with uh, Claire. I mean, we don't. You don't. You don't post every closing. You're supposed to be closing. You know. Right. <laughs> it definitely, definitely motivates me though when I do see it because I'm like, I need to get to that level. I need to be out here producing and doing everything. So, um, so like, how's Heights University? I kind of want to get into that. So, kind of tell me about it. How long is the program? Like, if someone were to sign up, um, just kind of what's the process? Like, you know, how long? What do they get out of it? <laughs> So House Heights University uh, was birthed really, uh, we, we, well, we talked about it a few years or well, a couple of years ago, and mm-hmm. it was really birthed during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, because again, we just had so many people pulling at us at, you know, how do you do this? Or can you tell me this and that kind of thing? And honestly, his hourly rate is very high. And so I had to tell him, you can't keep giving your knowledge for free. You have mm-hmm. to figure out a way to help others while compensating yourself for that time. Mm-hmm. And so we have um, a gamut of uh, packages. Um, you can, you know, if you want one-on-one with him, there's a certain uh, fee for that. If you just want a consultation with him, there's a certain fee for that. And so and we're you putting can together the curriculum for House Heights University as we speak. Right. So and we actually have a, a class that teaches you how to invest in real estate, how to flip real estate. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if you want further information, you can certainly email us at hello at househeist.com. So hello at househeist.com. Hello at househeist.com. Say it twice. (laughs) I think you can say it. You have to start a house heist challenge on Instagram. Yes, I like that. Give away a little gift card or something. (laughs) So it was birthed as a way uh, because Herbert grew up in the inner city. And so it was really birthed as a way to really give back, uh, you know, all jokes aside. I know he, he, you have to be compensated for your time, and I get that. But it was really, uh, it really was birthed out of a passion to give knowledge and information back mm-hmm. to those. Um, because there are so many people, like investing is a new thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so there are so many people who want to invest, which is great because real estate is a wonderful way to earn, um, I mean, money and, and you know, financial freedom and yeah. a living. And so um, that's how House Heist, <laughs> listen to me, was about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are some of the things we can look forward to in the future um, from House Heist? Um, we have two e-books coming out. Um, yeah. So one, one of the e-books is called It's a House Heist, House Flip, uh, Our Secrets to Success. And, and then my e-book is called The Balancing Act, um, How to Balance... Um, motherhood and being an entrepreneur. Ooh, that's another one. (laughs) (laughs) That's a tough one. And so that's coming out. And so both eBooks, of course you can purchase on our website. Um, They should be up in our marketplace probably around the first week of November. Mm -hmm. And so our website is um, househeist.com. You can purchase um, there on our marketplace. We also, we have Ignite Alabama coming up. Is that right? Oh, that's going to be huge. And so we're partnered with uh, Ignite Alabama. So we are so very excited about that. During Classic Week, y'all, I know everybody, you know, is sad that Classic isn't going to happen this year. <laughs> but you're good. You can get your education on during Classic. So Classic Week, October 27th and 28th, mm-hmm. um, HBJ and I will be doing a master class on uh, our steps to real estate investment and being successful there. Mm-hmm. And you can register on the Ignite page for that. Mm-hmm. 
Most definitely. You guys have, uh, is it going to be virtual? Or are they doing this it's like all virtual? So it's going to be fabulous. They're doing a virtual fashion show. Uh, Kenya B, who is a phenomenal designer here, she's doing uh, her virtual fashion show, which is going to be a production, uh, by the way, but everything is going to be virtually. Um, they're going to have um, business classes, uh, breakout sessions, uh, health and wellness um classes i mean just uh, uh you name it uh, those two days it's going to be jam-packed and so classic week uh, it'll be that week uh but classic won't happen of course but you can also find something to do that week that's and right. uh attend the uh seminar something educational to do that's, that. right. that's, right. <laughs> that's right so we're very excited this will be our first um i guess uh soft launch if mm -hmm. you will of our um our class so we're excited about it and then as we said earlier the house high university is coming up we're developing the curriculum what we found out is like a lot of people don't want to go to college anymore nothing wrong with not going to college but you know some people don't mm -hmm. want to go to college mm -hmm. um, i didn't want to go like my parents kind of made me go so i was like okay I'll... yeah, yeah. That's how I go. Yep. so because of that they're taking more and more short courses, mm -hmm. like eight week courses to learn mm -hmm. how to do something, to learn how to program. Well, we teach you how to flip houses, mm -hmm. how to invest in real estate, how to uh, flip apartments, mm -hmm. um, you name it. We teach you how to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's what we're really in the process of developing that now. Yeah. Oh, well, so like when COVID, you know, calms down and the world just gets back to normal, do you all plan on traveling to like different states and hosting things there? <laughs> Yeah, somebody. Yes, somebody. <laughs> we love being out and meeting yeah. people. Um, so absolutely we will. Yes. We were actually in the process before COVID hit yes. of also planning our first live event. Yes. Um, that was supposed to be uh, amazing. And it's going to come eventually when we can get out, back out in these streets. <laughs> so, uh, our first live event was coming. We were in the process of uh, planning that. So that was going to be. Uh, pretty big um, entertainment, um, educating, um, and just you know, lots of fun. Almost definitely. So, when that happens, definitely keep me in mind. I would love to you know, host, walk around with a mic. Yes, <laughs> yes. Doing that. yes, you're I'm hired, there. you're hired. Yeah. <laughs> I receive it. Like, come on, right up my alley. And I, and I, forgot, one thing. I forgot one thing. Sorry to cut you off. Uh, our um, podcast, so. <laughs> And has been amazing. Um, I love your podcast. I love your energy, and I just love everything you're doing. I feel like from the moment uh, we connected on our first Zoom meeting call, I was just like, "Oh, I love her!" Oh, like we clicked, <laughs> we clicked, and so um, I just love what you're doing. And so our podcast, uh, House Heist Uncut, will be airing as well in the next coming weeks. And I'm super excited about that. I love me a good podcast. So what all um, platforms will you all be on? Like Apple, Spotify, Google Play? Apple, uh, Spotify, uh, Google Play. Uh, of course, YouTube. We're going to upload the live uh, video to YouTube. Um, so everywhere we can be, we're going to be. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a process, though. We're learning to get on Apple. So, you know, we're we, we going to feel like we're official once we get on Apple. Look, we'll talk about this easier than <laughs> literally copying and pasting the code. <laughs> but it's one of those things because, like, you know, you've helped me, you've shared so much knowledge with me, and I definitely will help you all in any way you can. And the podcast world, so happy that you all came on. Um, I know you all going to bless so many people with what you're doing with House Heights, honestly, because, like, the mission behind it was to genuinely help people it was right. it seemed like it was started just like you know as money motivated and they right. say when you find your why mm -hmm. that's when like the lessons really come um so what'd you say to somebody that's out there that's kind of struggling they're kind of in their period they don't really know like what their purpose is or what their mission is just like some words of encouragement for someone dealing with that got a good one for you values a lot of us don't know our values anymore and what we need to do, you know, a lot of us take our values from watching TV or listening to music, but we never taking the time to write our values down. If you go back and, and look at your life, you probably live your life based upon somebody else's values, which don't mean the values that they gave you were wrong, but those values kind of conflict with who, who you are as an individual now because you want to do something else in your life. Right. So now it's time to take those values and tweak those values. And if you're struggling in life, look at your values. And then once you look at your values, I guarantee you, you can move forward because 
That's the conflict. You struggling with the old values and the new values. That was good. Oh wow, that was good. He wrote that before we started. <laughs> 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 hey, he See, I that's the that. knowledge you all would get when y'all join House Heights University. Oh, yeah. I love you, <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely, like this is like real live. Y'all see, this is live, uncut, unscripted. This is not, you know, like anything we rehearsed for. We did have a list of questions, but we really didn't go by those. <laughs> oh, I know. This has been great. We just been flowing, right? <laughs> yeah. I love it. But <laughs> group, uh, your values are definitely important because I mean, you're right. I mean, your family is the ones that initially set your values, and then or now the streets, we got your yeah, streets or the music you listen to. Go back and, and rewrite your values. A lot of us, I have never written my values down until one day I said, you know what? Let me rewrite my page. Mm -hmm. Let me look. Let me look at what I used to think and what I think now. Mm -hmm. And one, if, once once you do that, you can get out of whatever swamp you in. I guarantee you can. Know, if, know thyself. Know thyself. <laughs> Thank that you said that because last week's guest um, is my brother. Was my brother actually? And his show is called Articulate Your Value, which is his company where he teaches you to, um, you know, go in those jobs and negotiate like what you're really worth. Um, speaking of jobs, you got into investing pretty young at 21, so you never really had to battle the corporate world. I did, yes, I did, yes, I did. I had a, I had a job because I mean, when you first invested, I didn't have any money, I had to, I had to work. <laughs> but I soon, as soon as I got my first big check, I quit that job. So, what I did, I had a job as a sales rep, and I know this is not what you asked me, but I got to tell the story. <laughs> I was a sales rep. I was a straight commission sales rep. Now you can sell water treatment system for your whole house. I made 60 grand off that job that first year, just selling water treatment system. I'm going into rural Alabama selling these water treatment systems. But at the same time, I had bought my first property. I bought it like I was going to live in. Back then, all you needed was a credit score and a social security number. You can basically get a house. <laughs> Off the house, and this is no lie. Three uh, a month later, I refinanced the house. I pulled thirty grand out of that house. I went on to do another house the same way that year. Nero's house I still own to this day, uh, and it's a rental property for me. Yeah. Um, so that year I made one hundred and twenty grand at a twenty-one year old. Mm -hmm. I soon quickly you know, left my job. Yeah, because I was still like, at home with okay. my parents. You know, yeah. so. Like, <laughs> Now, hold on, I'm home to something. Yeah, yeah, hold on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing, but I, I just kept doing it. Just kept doing it. Yeah. That's such a blessing. So, how was it for you? I know you say you kind of got into real estate at the wrong time. So, you kind of went from a corporate job to real estate. What What exactly were you doing before you got into real estate? So, my background is human resources, HR. I was with my company for nine years, um, you know, had stayed up late at night, you know, doing spreadsheets, meeting deadlines, you know, whatever was needed of me. Um, I had kind of worked my way up into a pretty uh, good position uh, in HR. And everyone knows, you know, when you're in HR, it's a great industry because human resources is really the backbone of, you know, most companies and corporations. Mm -hmm. But uh, when uh, employees go, you don't need the HR staff, you know, as much. And so um, it was just really hard for me with everyone laying off uh, during that time to even find a job in HR without starting me off from like ground zero. And when I say ground zero, like, you know, I was used to making X amount, but then mm -hmm. starting off with your basic entry level, like you know, entry level pay. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, no, I can't do this. And so <laughs> I, um, you know, their value. <laughs> right, right. But look, I just took my unemployment. I won the shame of that. And thank God for Obama back then because he extended unemployment. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so he extended unemployment and it just so happened, like her said, with overlapping of pay, that I received my first commission check. So it was able to really sustain me during that time. And I got my first commission check. I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. And so that one commission check was literally more than I had made in a month or more than I would have made in a month working uh, for that employer. And so at that moment, I knew, okay, God, you kicked me out for a reason. And so I can really make this work. And I'll never forget my broker at the time told me, if you can make money during this economy, 
you can make money in any economy. And so every, that really stuck with me because ever since then, I was just like, okay, I can do it then. And so um, here I am. So by, I guess by chance, I don't know. <laughs> by just by faith and just having that hard work and determination um, and never giving up. Like you said, you found that mentor. You made her be your mentor. <laughs> You really have to have that go-getter mindset and um, definitely focus and have faith in what you believe in. So I love that. It's been like a wonderful 50 minutes here with you guys. So tell everybody how they can connect with you on social media, um, how they can look you guys up, get in contact with you. Okay. Well, our uh, website is househeist.com. Um, my website is gabrielle-henderson.com. Uh, his website is herbertbevelljr.com. Or hbj. Or, or hbj.com. <laughs> we we got it. You know, that's 2020 and beyond at hbj. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually going to track like that. Uh, so our social handles, uh, mine is Gabby, G-A-B-B-Y underscore sales home on Instagram and just Gabrielle Henderson on uh, Facebook. And also LinkedIn. And I don't know what my Twitter is. <laughs> I think it's so looks like, but I don't know. It might be. Know. <laughs> it's something. Like, I'm still right. trying to get that together. Right. Get that together, right. <laughs> That's definitely, it's been fun. Um, I didn't even read the comments that people were saying those are two, those two young people are super cool. People want to know where they can go watch it. Um, I'm going to upload it on YouTube. Don't quote me, I'll win. Hopefully, it'll be this week. <laughs> well, they can also go to our uh, YouTube channel, it's House Highs, mm -hmm. or from our website, um, househighs.com. The link to watch the episodes uh, that's on there, so you can watch season one and season two on uh, from directly from our site. It'll link them to uh, YouTube. So you having that great they put all that together for us. See, <laughs> definitely. So I feel like we're gonna see you guys on TV more in the future. I look forward to it, and you know, I wish you many blessings on your endeavors. So thank you, thank you. He didn't give his uh, he didn't give his social handles. Herbert did. It's HBJ yeah. the Moga. It's fine. HBJ the Moga. HBJ the Moga. Everything's HBJ the Moga. Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. I think all of us all the time. There y'all go. HBJ the Mogul. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a pleasure. You are so awesome and so beautiful, and your smooth is just electrifying yes, through the screen. Is. Yes, it is. This has been That's so amazing. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for joining me. I really appreciate it, and look forward to working with you guys in the future. Thank you. Yes, you'll be our. I mean, you'll be our hostess. So yeah, of course. Most definitely so. <laughs> <laughs>